0: Hey guys, it's Gary Vay Nurchuk, and this is the Gary V Audio Experience. All right, as so I'm heading into the airport here in Montreal, we've had a big breakthrough. D and I just had a moment. If you follow me on Snapchat stories and Instagram stories, you just see that I've literally just had the breakthrough moment on the audio uh, experience, the Gary V Audio Experience, which is every day. We're filming all day, and there is gold, original content that can be used for the audio experience of the podcast but we're editing with only the intent for the vlog. So I'm just, that's it, every day, you, Tyler, Justin, whoever, Iris, we're gonna find good chunks where we may use a minute of it but in 9 minute and 13 second form in its complete thought it could be an incredible original piece of content of the audio experience. So that's what we're doing. Today Montreal uh, kind of like flew in, uh, gave a keynote around influencer marketing uh, but what I really wanted to focus on in this episode of the podcast is I spent an hour and a half, two hours with uh, Stephanie Land, my ghostwriter, and we started creating, uh, we're on third base on our next book, Crushed It, uh, which is the follow-up to the breakthrough book, Crush It, of My Career. uh, The updated version of what to do on all these platforms, and that's what we focused on today. And so what you are listening to now is some raw footage of the behind the scenes that will manifest in January 2018's New York Times bestselling book, Crushed It. Real quick, real quick, uh, after, I don't know where you put this, maybe later in the sentence but I don't want to lose it. Uh, the one that's most likely to be underestimated but the one that's also likely to not be here by the time you read it. The book, this book. Or be around by the time you read this book. Got it? I, I, I'm very bullish on it but it's declining over the last six months and uh, yeah, I mean I, I just believe, I believe, I believe, I want it in the book I, uh, but I do think it's important for me to have that sentence because I believe that and uh, no reason to be historically incorrect against something I, <laughs> but, you know. I mean Musical.ly's big, Musical.ly's big challenge is that they need to age up and they need to create features that, um, that excite users, you know, to not graduate to Snapchat and Instagram which is what's happening now. And, it's, and, and the big fear is that it's happening sooner, right? If you were 13 or 14 when you got your Instagram or Snapchat, now you're 11, 10, 9, everything's getting younger and younger and, and if, Snapchat, if Snapchat and Instagram continue to get younger and younger, maybe they squeeze out Musical.ly's uh, entire opportunity especially in a world when you're between 8 and 13, your only goal in life is to act older. So that's that, and then um, and then uh, you know uh, there's also let me add it here actually because it's a very smart statement for business people. Uh, the other thing that musically should consider or should be considering right now is the fact that Facebook, the fact that Facebook uh, successfully pivoted to being a mobile-first platform years ago is the biggest reason it's a winning company today. Uh, Tumblr and Pinterest. Leaders in the 2011, 12, 13 world um, were unable to become as dominant in mobile, which opened the door for Instagram um, and and Snapchat. And so, what Musically may be able to do is become a disproportionate leader in something like voice, um, in something like uh, in something that I can't even think of right now that is a platform shift. Um, and so some great move, some big change that, uh, that changes the paradigm for them uh, that, that uh, you need to make those big moves at times to uh, find opportunity and right now, as of the writing of this book, I think they need something big to gain momentum, especially uh, in that 12 to 17 year old crowd to start growing into that area deeper and 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 let's not forget i was a hardcore 12-year-old entrepreneur and with the with the explosion of entrepreneurship in pop culture and the kids that are watching shark tank and selling slime on instagram the demo is actually much more ripe for me as an entrepreneur than one may think that's a very important point that I just put there cuz it will speak to me being smart about this in a way that I think matters, you know? Cuz that's 100% true. Uh real quick, real quick. Even even before I deployed these content strategies on musically and was focused on really building out my profile, I was I was intrigued by the emergence of the platform and asked Ariel and what you know, to come and be on the show. I don't I don't I kind of innuendo it then musically came so like that, that's that's the better positioning. Even before this was my content strategy and as I was gathering information I thought it would be interesting to reach out to for Ask Gary V. got it? Uh, the end result is I'll end up being historically correct because Baby Ariel is going to become a humongous star and there's an episode with, imagine if I had Justin Bieber on my YouTube, on my Ask Gary V show in 2009 when I talked about YouTube stars and an 11 year old Bieber was in my office like this is cool. That's basically, that's what's gonna end up happening. The reason I, that's what's happening now, Steph. Like, that's what Daily B and Ask Gary B is about, right? Like, I've been so right historically, like now I'm just not gonna leave any debate for it or lost in history or me having to say I said it so. Like, it's just gonna be there, right? Yeah, yeah, there was, there was some awareness. There's definitely, and by the way, people keep searching those, those two gals' names on YouTube and this will show up. So it's a long-term play, right? And I got the value of hearing them talk about two 14-year-old girls talk about Musically and the rest of social media. So it was consumer insights for me as well. And it was a real thrill for them, right? Their parents were like thrilled that they were on this big YouTube show in their mind which is now small compared to them walking the runways of, you know, the red carpets of the biggest shows in the world. Real quick, I want to end with that which is amazing by the way. That was phenomenal and let me add a real Real nail in the coffin here. And most of all, the only thing you're risking by taking these leaps is your time. The upside of being right about one of the pillar content, pillar social networks and being a first mover is life changing. The downside is you wasted time. And who are you to be so fancy about your time? That's the punchline, Seth. Like everybody's so fucking, like all these people that want to break out All these people that want to live the life, all these people that want all this great shit to happen, Steph, they're not willing to risk their time for that upside in case it's MySpace or Vine instead of Facebook or Instagram. Who the fuck are they? Like, you're a beggar. You don't get to choose. Right? You fucking beggar! You like want to not be an accountant anymore. You want to be America's beekeeper. So you're telling me that you're not willing to take the ch- like you're willing to write off musically right now while you're reading this. Fuck you. <laughs> That's my. Synthesize that at the end. Let me, let, me, let me expand on that. Which means the content wouldn't live forever. When you have a cup of coffee with your best friend, that conversation is lost and is gone forever. Much more similar to Snapchat than it was on Twitter or Facebook at the time. Or, or where Facebook or the way they talked about Facebook just being for college kids. Just an important, very important thing to remind people. No, it was. You know what? And this is good. I want to add this just to be on the record, and 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 just to be on the record historically, it was never a sexting app. That was, of course, there was some of that activity, but that was classic old school media getting excited about a headline and running with it. Uh, I I thought from a UI, from a product standpoint, there was too much friction to swipe uh, within it to to the right. It's a, its appeal as a one piece of content that was very important. that would disappear. Then the psychology would be lost with a lot of pieces of content that way. I was just wrong. I just didn't see it. I was I was right about it. I was very hot on it, uh, but I wasn't. A, I don't want to. I want to make sure because some people confused me not being cool about the platform. I didn't think it was gonna die. I just wasn't pumped about the feature, but it became a very important feature, obviously. I mean Snapchat artists if you add influencers then for sure, you know? Or and, and I think if you add left uh, corporate jobs or or fledging startups, then you've really covered it. No no no. I think throwaway is the right slang term that people refer to it and I have no problem with that. That was the break that was the breakthrough. It was much more real life. I mean that's it's huge. It's huge. Equality quality is subjective, by the way. You know? So I'm a, I think quality is always the, the key. The problem is quality is the eye of the beholder. It's no different than beauty. Let me, let, stop right there. I, I, I want to I go into a statement there which is let me repeat this. I actually want to say it you know, kind of like a hip hop song. Let me say that one more time. You know, like, I basically want to go with that vibe here which is like let me repeat that one more time. The world of marketing and sales, uh, the world of, of uh, the business world right now is, is separated into two camps. People that are conversion based salespeople and people that are branding and marketing players. I look at them as like short term versus long term. And I genuinely believe that it is always my goal to teach people how to be branding and marketing people. Uh, while not disrespecting sales, because the upside, the great upside, the life-changing upside, is when you think long term brand and marketing, not how do you make a quick buck? And it's super important for me to like lay out like big you know pillars of importance throughout, you know. Collaborations, you know, collaborations, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to collaborations forever. asking a hundred Instagram, 100 Snapchat influencers, uh, by sending them a message of "Can we do something together?" when they have hundreds of thousands of views and you don't, is a science, but mass- massively important. A, you have to be prepared for 99 nos out of 100, and B, you have to figure out how to bring value to that person, and that's not going to come from exposure. You're trying to extract attention out of them. So what are you going to do for them? Right? Like what? Do you, like do you own a do you want a pizza shop and are going to give them pizza for the rest of their life for free? Are you a designer and are going to do? Are you going to make 500 custom filters for them in return? I mean, I have 500 DMs in my inbox right now. If people are like, I want something from you, Gary, I go Mazel tov. What am I getting right? So, so, um, so uh, that's another another important thing to think about, uh, and 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 this clearly emerged as the number one thing you can do if you're a nobody and have no money, right? You can run ads on all these platforms, but great. If Again, if you're on welfare or you have, or, or even if you're not, even if you make $100,000 a year but you, you spend it all on your rent and things of that nature and you want to become a personal brand, uh, the absolute breakthrough opportunities are in hashtags which is an unbelievably long grind and direct messaging and messaging people with something of value in return for them, which is an unbelievably long grind. However, that's the, that's, that's the point when you're at zero and have no money. That's the point, point. And so, and so you've gotta be committed to a two or three year you know, excursion you know, of, uh, of a lot of, nobody, nobody, Steph, nobody wants to sit there and spend four hours a day direct messaging people. But that's what it takes. Correct. No, 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 they're not there. So that only compounded the uh, need to siphon from, and by the way, if you're obsessed with building your Snapchat, um, well then, and you, and you actively email 50 times a day, well then add the URL or the, or the QR code in your email, right? It's just hacking, it's hacking attention. Where is the attention of your, of the people of the world in the way that you normally interact day in and day out, and how do you bring awareness to your Snapchat profile? Do you, I mean all the way down to wearing a T-shirt with your QR code on it, right? Instead of you know what I would say equally a conversation platform as a consumption platform. I think that would be a better way to put it. I, I just I guess the only thing that's missing there is just defining what discipline is, which is again, for, you know, I, I wanna, you know, uh, somewhere here is your actions have to back up your ambitions. So she wants to become the next Linda Cohn. I wanna use the word Linda Cohn. If she wants to become the next Linda Cohn, we're talking about three, four, five, six hours between 8 p.m. and one in the morning of this engagement and talking to build awareness. If she just wants to have a couple of people notice her in the local Milwaukee bar, to talk about the brewers, then she can get away with 20 to 40 minutes a day. I want that in there, you know? Cool. And and, and I wanna put here, and if it is your dream to build a life that you can support financially around your favorite topics, it, it should take years and years and years, not weeks and weeks and weeks. For example, one of the great things about Twitter is if the person you're trying to reach to business develop with, a famous entrepreneur or movie actor, I genuinely believe one of the most interesting debates right now is that you'll more likely get their attention by DMing them on Twitter versus DMing them on Instagram even though that celebrity may be spending the majority of their time putting out content on Instagram. That is because because of the fascination I have with the supply and demand of noise, content, and attention. So many people are aggressively DMing these individuals on Instagram that it all of a sudden becomes noise. Somebody with a million followers on Instagram oftentimes only has hundreds of thousands on Twitter. And my guess would be that they are getting hit up a thousand times a day on DM on Instagram but only 17 to 55 on Twitter. Thus giving you, the person that's trying to grab their attention, a better prayer of reaching them on Twitter even though they may check their Twitter DM once every two days versus checking their Instagram DM once every couple of hours. Yeah, I mean it's very easy to find people uh, on Twitter because not only um, are they, further along with verifying individuals. Um, it's just a, 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 a better and easier search functionality to find who you're looking for. Um, and uh, a lot of people you're still guessing if that's their actual account on Instagram because they haven't gone as far along with verifying. And for some reason people are more creative with their profiles and URLs on, uh, on Instagram where I feel like people are a little bit more tactical um, on Twitter, it's just the maturity of the data that I think benefits Twitter. I just, I, I Gary, consistently when I'm trying to find somebody have had a, a, a better chance of finding the, them on Twitter than I have on Instagram. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, I would say the other thing to keep in mind with Twitter is back to the early part of this chapter where I framed it up, it is the water cooler of society which if anybody has been to a cocktail party or a round table debate, or at a conference in the hallways, you're always one th- you're always one moment away from saying something smart or interesting or clever, in an environment like that that leads to opportunity. That is absolutely Twitter's greatest strength. You are one comment on something that everybody cares about at that moment away from making a name for yourself. So, bring all your smarts and all your cleverness and all your humor, all your wit and all your brain power to these conversations and watch the reality of your, watch your growth and influence grow. Or, you know, know, finish this sentence off, but like, bring, bring all those things to the table and much like the best guest at a dinner party, you'll watch your influence and opportunity grow. Podcast listeners, I really appreciate you giving me your ear. I respect it. I appreciate it. You want to one star this shit? Cool. But if you want to five star it, even better.